Welcome to the United Church of Hinesburg Easter Sunday 2020 podcast. We are a community-centered church in rural Vermont, celebrating together virtually during the 2020 COVID-19 pandemic. As an open and affirming church with ties to the American Baptist, United Methodist, and United Church of Christ denominations, we're glad you're here. I'm Rev. Jared Hamilton, the pastor of UCH. Today we celebrate Easter Sunday with a few hymns played by Sammy Angstman and a performance of Simple Gifts by Dan and Amy Frostman. Special thanks to Rufus Patrick, the director of the Heinsberg Artist Series and South County Chorus for sending this wonderful piece. Today's gospel lesson comes to us from Matthew chapter 28 verses 1 through 10. There will be a short homily and service of morning prayers. Let's get started. The Gospel reading for Easter Sunday, April 12th, 2020, is Matthew chapter 28, verses 1 through 10. The Sabbath was over, and it was almost daybreak on Sunday when Mary Magdalene and the other Mary went to see the tomb. Suddenly a strong earthquake struck, and the Lord's angel came down from heaven. He rolled away the stone and sat on it. The angel looked as bright as lightning, and his clothes were white as snow. The guards shook from fear and fell down as though they were dead men. The angel said to the women, Don't be afraid. I know you are looking for Jesus who was nailed to a cross. But he isn't here. God has raised him to life, just as Jesus said he would. Come, see the place where his body was laying. Now hurry. Tell his disciples that he has been raised to life and is on his way to Galilee. Go there and you will see him. That is what I came to tell you. The women were frightened and yet very happy, and they hurried from the tomb and ran to tell his disciples. When suddenly Jesus met them and greeted them, they went near him, held on to his feet and worshipped him. Then Jesus said, Don't be afraid. Tell my followers to go to Galilee. They will see me there.
We've used our microwave a lot more than usual since the COVID-19 pandemic began. While working from home with three children, my wife Leah and I are continually rewarming coffee and leftovers, making popcorn, warming water for tea and hot cocoa, and softening butter for cookies. Last Wednesday, we were working in the garden when our kids started their first fire in the microwave. The culprit was an aluminum-wrapped quesadilla. We heard screaming from the house but tried to block it out. To be honest, some of our days during the pandemic have been filled with screaming and crying, sour moods, and grumpiness. Last Wednesday had been one of those days. So we didn't respond to the, these screams until our daughter came out to tell us that there was a fire. Everything was fine. By the time we made it in, the fire had put itself out, and a few scorch marks are all that remained. Several household items, like the microwave, were invented by accident or through a series of unexpected events. Percy Spencer invented the microwave oven after having a chocolate bar melt in his pocket while servicing a magnetron during World War II. Ruth Wakefield invented chocolate chip cookies when she ran out of baker's chocolate and expected that broken pieces of a chocolate bar would do the same trick. John Hopps expected to revolutionize the field of emergency rescue by using radio frequency to restore body temperature to victims of hypothermia. Instead, he ended up inventing the pacemaker. Cornflakes were created when the Kellogg brothers neglected to clean up a pot of boiled grain for several days. Inkjet printers were invented when an engineer at Cannon accidentally rested a hot iron on his writing pen. And Thomas Adams was trying to make a new form of rubber when he created chewing gum. Finally, 11-year-old Frank Epperson mixed uh, soda powder with water one wintry day and then left the cup outside overnight with the stirrer still in by accident. When he went to retrieve the cup the next morning, he found that the drink had iced over and it had a handle from the stirrer. He later called this invention popsicles. Unexpected events can lead to important outcomes. Our gospel lesson begins in the realm of normal human experience, at least for religious folks in first century Jerusalem. Jesus died on Friday in the late afternoon, and because the Sabbath began at sundown, his body was hastily taken down from the cross, wrapped and put in a nearby tomb. After the Sabbath day was over, and at the first light on Sunday morning, Mary Magdalene and the other Mary, likely Mary of Bethany, went to the tomb to wash Jesus' body, rewrap it with new linens, and anoint it with perfumes and oils. This was a common practice when someone died on a Friday just before the Sabbath observance began. As we know, the story then takes an unexpected turn. This turn involves an earthquake, an angel, and two fainting guards. The angel speaks to Mary and Mary, saying, Don't be afraid. I know you are here for Jesus. He's not here because he's been raised from the dead. 
you can go in and see for yourselves. But go quickly then, and tell his friends that he will meet up with them in Galilee. As if these events were not shocking enough, Mary and Mary encountered Jesus on their way to tell the disciples this good news. You know, often when I read the Bible, I fail to see the characters as real living human beings that have ordinary human experiences. The Gospels often highlight otherworldly events and miracles that fall well outside any of our expectations of an orderly world. Sometimes the world of these stories feels more like Hogwarts or Narnia or Westeros. But our scriptures are different than these tales. They contain stories of real human beings, probably more like us than different. These folks never encountered angels or walked on water. The waving of hands or a few simple words did not cure sick people in their communities. And more than anything, dead people stayed dead. The events in our gospel stories are as strange and unexpected to its characters as they are to us today. And that's why they are always scared when something incredible happens. On Easter Sunday, Christians around the world celebrate the resurrection of Jesus Christ as the most important and unexpected outcome to any story ever told. The world for Mary Magdalene and Mary of Bethany has changed in unexpected ways when Jesus was killed just a few days earlier. And it was changed again in the most unexpected way when they encountered the risen Christ. The resurrection did not, however, return everything to normal. In fact, it changed everything. It provided an unexpected hope by reorganizing the way we thought the world worked. It provided a divine call to love one another genuinely and deeply. And it started something new, a sacred way of gathering together in community despite human differences. The lives we live after this pandemic will look different than the ones we lived before it. This unexpected time away from our usual rhythms and relationships will change everything. But don't be afraid. When the stone of COVID-19 is rolled away, imagine what comes next. Imagine how meaningful those first handshakes and hugs will be. Imagine being more intentional about the family schedule or setting priorities. Imagine what new opportunities await us, knowing what we know and living what we've lived. This is Easter to me, imagining what good awaits us after the unexpected. May God bless you and keep you safe and healthy during this difficult and trying time. And may we take courage and hope from this great story of our faith. Easter blessings. Amen.
God of great wonders, we join with you in celebrating the love and hope of Easter Sunday. On this day, we are reminded that there is no place where your love cannot reach, and even in death, you bring streams of new life. For this, we are thankful. We also acknowledge that this Easter Sunday is unlike any we've ever known. Because of the pandemic, we are away from each other, separated from our communities and loved ones. Comfort us and give us hope as we await a time when we can see each other again face to face. Be with those in power and all who hold authority over others. Give them strength and wisdom and your sense of justice so all may be cared for and treated with dignity during this time. Be with our communities that work diligently to stay connected and foster relationships in new ways. Be with first responders and medical personnel that work on the front line of this outbreak. Keep them safe in mind and body and give them due rest. Be with those that are ill and all in distress. Ease the pain of those suffering and be present with those that are dying. Comfort families that cannot be with sick loved ones now. And be with us. There are people and places on our hearts and minds right now. Hear our prayers and petitions during this moment of silence. Keep us through all of these challenges and give us some new way of living out your story of new life. In the name of Jesus we pray. Amen. Life is short, and we do not have long to gladden the hearts of those around us. So be quick to love and do good to your neighbor, and allow God to journey with you all of your days. Go now in peace.